0: Video games Yes, video games That's what we're going to talk about for the next two hours My name is Matt You're listening to Dry Spell Radio This is episode 23 of the Dry Spellcast It's Wednesday, August 23rd, 2017 We're broadcasting live from the University Pulse radio station On the campus of Boise State University For those of you out there who are first time listeners Thank you for tuning in if you want to hear music, well, you're not going to hear it here. You're going to hear the sweet, soothing sounds of my voice. I have a co-host who decided he needed coffee. So, um, he's out getting coffee. So I'm here by myself. So I'm going to lean over and let him in here in just a few minutes when he comes back. And then we're going to talk about video games. School started. It's the first week of class for uh, the 2017-18 year. That's exciting. So there's a lot of freshmen on campus who have no idea what they're doing. And in fact, if you are a freshman listening to this, I don't mean to offend you at all. In fact, I want you to continue listening to us. I want you to listen to your local college radio station, no matter what comes out of my mouth. In it, in that case, you, you should... in You should just listen to all of the media coming from your campus. The Arbiter, the Pulse, uh, the the TV station, all of these things exist on campus, and you should make sure you're consuming them. For those of you who are listening to the podcast, yes, I am rambling, mostly because I'm just waiting for Austin to get back, um, and so you're not used to hearing me talk like this. Yeah, so I guess I can... Start with you know what's what's going on in my life. Like I said, it's the first week of classes. I, I have a fairly light load, I guess, this semester. I am taking mostly video classes, which is exciting. I'm really I'm I'm really excited to get better at video uh, because I'm you know it's not something that I've done for a very long time. So it's going to be interesting to. Learn more and more and try to make the content I produce better. And maybe, you know, start working in some video game stuff. I think that would be fun. I I have this dream in my head of doing an FMV game that's, like, really high quality. And I know they're out there. Actually, speaking of, I guess Night Trap just got remastered and re-released not too long ago. And it's kind of funny to look back on games like Night Trap and see the way that we have, I want to say, desensitized ourselves to games. Because when that came out, I mean, that was a big deal. Basically, the premise of the game is you are, like, stalking a slumber party. I think they're college students, but they're, like, having a slumber party, like a sorority maybe and you're like watching through the windows and like doing really creepy, creepy stuff. I'm gonna lean over and open the door. Anyways, you're doing really creepy, creepy things. And uh, yeah, and when we think about games that like really caused a lot of controversy, I think like my first one that always comes to mind is Doom. And I always use that as an example, although it probably is an unfair example. Mostly due to Columbine, but then, like, I think like Night Trap because it, like, that is one of the only games in the history of game making period that ended up before Congress, and that's kind of a really fascinating thing to think about.
1: Weren't they gonna do like a remaster?
0: Well, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, everybody. I'm gonna introduce Austin right now. Hey, Austin! Hello! He's sitting over there. He's got his coffee. Sorry,
1: the line took a lot longer than.
0: I told you. I told you it was gonna take a while. So it was (coughs) was three people. Tighten that little numb. It's tight. I know. So I want you.
1: The staff was. Oh yeah.
0: I know. I'm like thinking about efficiency in the way you like (laughs) do things, and I'm watching as there's one person making coffee, one person at the register. One person wandering around replacing, like, lids and grinding, and then one person who's standing behind them just watching them. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you could probably, like, I know you're a manager. I've seen you thousands of times on campus. You can probably be making coffee, too. And I don't say that to be mean. Like, I know, it's like I said, it's the first week of school. Most of these people are on work-study, so it totally makes sense. Like, they have no idea what they're doing um so i mean that's whatever oh well, uh, i got my
1: coffee i was only just a few minutes late so
0: yeah it's all good we are all fine so uh, i was talking a little bit about you know my class load this semester i guess how's it like how's it for you
1: uh it's not gonna be too bad i don't think i got one online class and three in class classes
0: have you ever done an online class
1: yeah can you
0: do them well I mean,
1: I passed my last one, so... <laughs>
0: I guess, well I, enough. <laughs> one,
1: one for one. Uh, it's going to suck, though, because like, I know the teacher. I've had her before, like, in person, so it's going to be... It's going to be a hard one. Because uh, she, she's, like, so, like, out of salt. She'll be, like, somewhere on left field and, like, jump to right field, and it's like, what's going on here? Yeah. But, and then she'll, like, cancel classes. I don't know how it'll work with online... I know Well you don't you don't have classes. I know canceled. exactly. Okay. But uh, she's I know she's she's notorious. Like we're supposed to have two papers due, but this year. And I had her for a class last year where we're supposed to have two papers. Completely cancels the second one because she never finishes grading the first one in time. So hopefully that happens again. I'll be pretty cool with that. Other than that, classes are gonna be pretty good, honestly. Cool. Not too worried about it. Yeah. That's
0: I've great. had I have the largest class I've had since I came back um and that is let's think it's like 30 people oh really yeah we're all in a computer lab and it, like said it's it's the most i've had since i took on this major so i mean uh, it's still that's a ridiculously small class in terms of like yeah i've had 200 people in class before
1: yeah you were one of them in mine. yes a- indeed before we really knew each other yeah fun story
0: yeah, so anything going on in your life? Anything fun?
1: Uh no, just studying for the LSAT still. So Yeah. That's just under a month away from me.
0: That's crazy. I know. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, we'll see. I'm looking for another job. That's rough. Uh, I'm looking for a night job. So if any of you are podcast listeners and have tuned in, I, I'm I have a potential lead. Actually I'm gonna find out this week if they're gonna offer it to me or somebody else. And I meant to uh, talk to the guy, the other person in the running uh, last (laughs) night, but I couldn't find him. We were in the same place at the same time doing the same thing. Uh But anyways, uh, yeah, and so I'm kind of hoping that goes through. Uh, If not, I'm going to start going into kitchens and being like, I'll wash dishes.
1: I don't know if you want to do that, though. I
0: don't, but I will. Yeah. Like never. said, I I need money.
1: <laughs> it's never fun doing that. So
0: it's not. I mean, I work fast food, uh, as which has made me pretty resilient to jobs. As long as my boss isn't terrible, like I can do just about anything. I mean, Wendy's is hiring. Uh, you have no idea. That's on my list. Oh man. Like said, I just I just need another job.
1: Just to throw on the old sweatshirt and you're good.
0: Yeah, I have that sweatshirt still. I know. I think I, I think I locked it away somewhere. So the thing about working fast food, especially like, well, obviously all fast food has fryers. But fryers smell really bad. Fry stations smell tremendously. And so that smell sticks with you. So I, like, that stuff still smells like fries.
1: Yeah. Years, and, l- years later.
0: And that is Crazy.
1: I used to work in a kitchen uh, it's been about five years now, Ooh. yeah, and I just like when I left there, I just like had to throw away all my work clothes. I was like, no,, uh, there's no way I'm keeping these because they just smelt so bad.
0: yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just I don't know, it's something about that environment that just smells I don't know like i I guess I kind of thought about serving at one point. But I have no experience, and so I feel like I'd have a really hard time getting a good serving job. And I'm, I'm 25. Like, I don't want to work a minimum wage job right now. I will if I have to, but I'm 25. I got bills to pay.
1: It's life. Adulting. <laughs> Hashtag adulting. Yeah, which is something I absolutely hate. Yeah, adulting's is the worst. I'm sure you'll figure it out. You're resourceful. Yeah.
0: So I guess we can talk about video games a little bit. Is that that what we're supposed to do? Yeah. uh, Actually, my intro said we're going to talk about video games for the next two hours. Uh. So those of you who listen to our podcast, uh, we now have a two-hour slot on the radio station. So typically, we've gone over and just ignored the fact that we went over. Now we are required to go that extra mile.
1: So you're going to have to listen to us. I mean, you don't have to do anything. I mean, but now we're here even longer.
0: Yeah. So I, I'm trying to think of good ways to, like, fill that space. So I have started getting more and more into eSports. So I'm trying to, like, devise a good eSports segment. And this is a great segue for talking about the international. Very smooth. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. So I went to the international a couple weeks ago and
1: was it just last week or is it two weeks? No, it's two weeks. Oh Oh, man.
0: Yeah. And it was kind of fantastic. So the international uh, was, is the yearly grace, basically grand finals world championship of Dota. And, it's a great production. I mean, it is really solid, and it's at the Key Arena in Seattle, and it was it was just a lot of fun to be there surrounded by people who love dota. and I had the midweek ticket, so I went through Monday through Thursday, which so I didn't see the finals. I watched the finals at home and got like really pumped about it. <laughs> Uh, and actually, I got uh, one roommate into playing Dota by watching these. Really? Yes. And so, I mean, it's just like, I think it's a, I think it's a great game. I think it's a great, I want to say, esport. And I think it's actually the epitome of esports.
1: So Matt has been trying to convert all of us into playing Dota I have played Dota with two of our friends. And like every time we're talking about games, he's like, you know, a great game where there's good strategy and character, blah, blah, blah. And he just keeps listening to stuff up. Yes. And it's like, just,
0: no. The epitome of video <laughs> games is what it is.
1: With the prize pool and blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, yeah. He's been doing this for months now. So
0: Yeah. Because it's incredible.
1: Sure. Dota. The Matt Dota Minute.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, this is going to be longer than a minute. Uh, we, so
1: have, we have two hours of this We have now. two
0: hours of just Dota. <laughs> this is the Dota 2 podcast. Welcome. So let's start off talking about my trip itself. I started driving up to Seattle. And about two hours into the drive, my car started having some problems. So I, may have, I had to sit there and make the decision... Am I gonna try to make it to Seattle, or am I gonna turn around right now and go home? And the problem is, is like I had an Airbnb, I had the tickets, all of this stuff is non-refundable. So I would have just wasted a ton of money. Or I mean, I could have—I guess I could have got another car and driven it. But I decided to go for it. So I made it to Seattle. Uh, it had problems basically the whole way there. Uh, Died while idling, stuff like that. So I got there, finally, I checked in the Airbnb and everything, and the next day, kind of made the decision oh, I'm gonna need to take this car in. So I found a dealer, took it in, they worked on it, said everything was good, and on the way back, not everything was good. It was actually terrible. Uh, I couldn't rev my car over roughly, like, 2,200 RPMs. So I had to do 55 the entire way back unless I was going up a hill, at which point I then had to do, like, 30, you know, and just get in line with semis. Oh, man. uh, Throw on the flashers and just cruise at 30 miles per hour. It was terrible. It took me 10 hours to get from Seattle to Boise.
1: Which is normally like, what, a six, seven-hour drive? It's about seven and And a a half. half. Okay. I've only never done it like once. Actually, I've done it a couple times, but I was never driving, so. Yeah. It was pretty terrible.
0: And we have more information on TI7, but we do need to take a very, very quick break. So, back to my Dota adventures, because we know that's why everyone's here. So, I... The International, let's just talk about it as an event real quick. They, I think, like, this is kind of the epitome as far as, like, championships go in the world of esports. You think of it as, like, the World Cup of video games, really. You know, there's teams from all over the world it's multicultural it's exciting it's a big event they actually take out or they don't take it out but they put a big TV a big screen out on the lawn outside of the key arena that anybody can go and watch just walking by just yeah if you're walking by and actually so i sat out there for a while watched like I would go get food, sit out there, watch the matches that I didn't really necessarily care too much about. And it was amazing to see how many people would come, like, walk up and, what's going on? What is this? Well,
1: I, I there's a fascination with esports. I, was it Dota that ESPN put on? It was something I like a couple of years ago. I mean,
0: yes. Actually, ESPN did. I think they ran part of the international.
1: And In, uh, I remember everyone, like Twitter, just was freaking out because people are like, I have no idea what's happening. The announcers are great. This is so much fun. I don't know what's going on. Yes. And I I don't know. Like, as much as people, like, deny video games, like, you can't argue that they're entertaining, like, to play and to watch. I mean, I remember growing up just watching my brother play video games most of the time. And even my parents who, like, get mad at me, like, oh, you're still playing those dang games, blah, blah, blah. Then I just see them in the kitchen or over, over the couch just watching. Right. And I'm like, of course.
0: Well, people, I mean, that goes to a fundamental misunderstanding of what games can provide and games as art uh, or as a competitive outlet. But I think, like this, they do a really good job of. Dota's tough. Like, it's really tough to get into. It's. The community's kind of harsh. And I mean that probably i've a little less than is accurate but it's it's just one of those like really complicated things to watch and try to understand there's so much that goes into like oh well, if this hero does this at this time, it upgrades this hero's certain ability and then this one comes in and stuns, who then means that this one can pop his ultimate and like all like it, there is a lot of stuff. And the thing is is there's like over 100 heroes. Yeah, not that- and so, like, these people go in and have to understand how every one of them works together.
1: See, that now, sounds great and all, but, like, for me, like, especially, like, right now, I don't have a lot of time to play games. Well, so. you don't have
0: to. You can get good at a couple of
1: heroes, and, and there's
0: easier heroes to play. Like, some of the ones that you'll see in the international, I would never recommend a beginner to play. Because they're so complicated. But, like, there's there's easier characters to play. And although they just nerfed Lich for no apparent reason, like, he's fairly easy to play. And so you can go in, you can start playing a match and, like, enjoy the game for what it is. Play with your friends. Play with bots. Play with your friends and bots at the same time. And have a good time. I don't think that diminishes the game at all. And so I don't like if you want to be a professional Dota player, you have to put hundreds of thousands of hours into this game. If you want to be just a fan, there's no way I have less than 30 hours into the game. Really?
1: Yes. That surprises me,
0: actually. It's surprising. I know it's because I just love it. Like I'm not an avid player, but I love watching it. I love trying to understand it and so on and so forth. I think it's a really good game for that purpose. And, you know, like I sat behind or in front of some people at the international who were way into like trying to understand which hero was going to do what and all this stuff. And I was like really fascinated listening to them because I'm just not at that level. But it's still something that I can go to and really enjoy. I think the production value of it's really good. Everybody got little bracelets uh, that were taped onto your seat. And so you put them on and they light up with the match Whoa. as stuff is going on. You know, like, it's it's kind of cool. It's totally anime. Uh, that was so Japanese. But I think like there's a certain level of regionalism that I find exciting in this. Because especially like this year, it looked like China was going to dominate.
1: Which it, you said it's not their year. Next year's their year, right? Right.
0: So they win every other year, and they always have. They've win every even number TI. And so when there was five out of the six finalists were Chinese teams, it was like, oh well, this is obviously going to be a Chinese Dota year. And, you know, Chinese Dota has changed a lot in the past couple of years. It used to be this really slow, we're going to build up one character for hours and hours, like literally matches that would go like 90 minutes because they would put all of their resources into one character and then he would annihilate in team fights and then just go destroy the base. But it took forever and they kind of started adapting... To the way Western players play, which is a more gradual. Oh, we're gonna kind of make sure that the team is kind of even. Like obviously, they're gonna have a fifth player who's gonna die a lot, and so on and so forth. But you know, like we're gonna we're gonna have a couple of cores that we're gonna really carry, and then by the end of the game, you know, your supports start coming up and start doing madness and stuff, and so. It really looked like it was going to be a Chinese year. And they, they actually had one game that was two hours long, a little over. Crazy. Yeah, which is a long time. Because most like kind of last 30 to 45-ish, I'd say. We had a couple that lasted like 20. It was crazy. So those are quick matches, obviously. Yes.
1: Okay. So what the average is what, 40-minute I matches? would say
0: right around 35 to 40 minutes. And I, and, I mean, that gives enough time to, like, try to understand what's happening. You can kind of start to learn, like, what character does what. And so, like, when team fights start out, which is what everybody sees. Everybody sees the team fights that look like complete and utter madness. But once you start kind of breaking down, like, individual heroes and their abilities, those team fights begin to make a lot more sense. And I think that's, like, I think that's the hard part for people who are, want, have the urge to get into Dota but are afraid of it. And I'm, sure,
1: I'm sure I'll play it one of these days. I'm we'll sure, play it. I'm sure you're going to force me into doing it when we're all together. I
0: mean, you should give it a shot. Like, I totally understand people's apprehension to the game. I really do. As long as you don't go play League. I'll be okay.
1: No, I'm not going to
0: do that. There was this really fascinating statistic. You know, they have, like, over 100 heroes, right, in Dota. Over, like, I think it was, like, 90% of the heroes were picked in the international. League, on the other hand, in their world championships, it was, like, 30.
1: How many characters do they have?
0: It's less, but, I mean, it's still, like, I think a fairly substantial number. Uh Uh-huh,
1: but... There's always just obviously like a core that people right. always play, yeah.
0: And I like I think that's something that Dota does really well versus League. And I'm not going to talk down League, but Dota is obviously the superior game. So, yeah. But Ti Seven was really fun. I really enjoyed it. I was a little shocked at the like the demographics. Uh, yeah. And it's because I there's like no women in the professional Dota scene, which is sad. Like there's some in in other esports like CS:GO, mm-hmm. and Overwatch has a few and stuff. And it, there's just not much going on in the Dota scene, and I, I really want to see that change. But there was a there was a lot of women at this event, watching. Yes, and I. I mean, some of them might have been dragged by their boyfriend or significant other or whatever. Absolutely. But, no but well. still, like uh, there were a lot there like that were really into the game. And I was surprised by that. And I was actually more surprised that I saw a lot of older people
1: there. I feel like it's something older people actually could get into because they don't have to play the game. They can just watch it. Right. And that's probably better.
0: And, and, I mean, maybe they do play the game. I, mean, I don't yeah, want to say I mean, they don't but i think it's a, like i think it's a little fascinating because i think of like all my friends and i don't know i think it's one of those things that's really just tough to get into
1: but i mean maybe actually playing it versus just understanding it while you watch is different so it is it for is. sure i mean so i've never like watched dota played dota so i've no idea what i'm talking about over here but i'm just assuming things
0: yeah and I think that's the main problem about it, to be honest. I think peop- too many people just assume of what it is. And uh, the community is totally at fault for that. Uh, I, if I think that TI7 was a really good one to watch. If you had no idea what was going on, they kind of changed their newcomer stream a little bit. It's like the newcomer stream now became the normal stream and with like extra pop-ups and stuff. And when I first watched, I watched the newcomer stream several TIs ago, it was a completely different stream. I think Purge was casting it at that time. And they were walking them through, like, more kind of basic ideas and stuff. But I think that this is probably the better way to go about it, because you get the full experience with extra on top of it. And... Day 9 hosted it. And Day 9 is relatively new to the Dota scene. We're talking, I think this year, is when he really started getting serious about Dota. And the guy's a professional, like a huge name in the StarCraft scene. Oh, okay. And he hosted the entire show. And he did great. And it was kind of beneficial having a newbie at the very top of the show and running it all because he would ask things like, oh, well, why, asking the expert panels, like, why is this character going to be good against this team comp and stuff like that? And I thought it was just really well put together. The panelists did really well. I met Sir Action Slacks, who is a YouTuber,
1: is that the guy you're with or? yeah okay
0: well, and I got a picture with Purge as well. Um, I told him, thank you for teaching an entire generation how to play this game. And he, he he said basically like well I got another 10 years before that happens. but to be honest, I think he probably has taught the majority of the people how to play this game. Like I said, like and it's funny because I'm a member of several Facebook groups about video games and stuff. And people will bring up Dota, like, oh, I installed Dota. I have no idea what's going on, which is totally the wrong way to go about it. And so they always get linked to Purge's Guide, welcome to Dota, you suck, which has been updated in, like, the past year and is a lot longer than when I started. But it's, like, the, it's the way you have to get into this game. Like, you cannot just go into this game without understanding anything because you just won't get it and actually my roommate uh tony's been playing
1: it okay that's what i was assuming
0: yeah i think that's kind of how he did it but i I did kind of tell him like oh well don't auto aim like keep clicking and attack your creeps when they're low health and stuff like that things that like noobs never get but anyways I think that's probably enough about Dota. <laughs> I feel like I just talked well, about it for 15 minutes solid.
1: Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But anyways. I don't uh, have words because I'm just like uh, right now.
0: Too much Dota. All right. There is never too much Dota. But we do need to take a break. We will be back with more non-Dota video game news. Welcome back to the Dry Spellcast. So, Austin. Yes. I'm going to stop talking, and I'm going to... Thank God. Uh, What have you been playing recently? So,
1: I guess we haven't really been on here for two weeks, so I haven't... Yeah, it's been a while. ...talked about this. Uh, But Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice uh, came out August 8th, I want to say it was. Yeah, it was. That was a really
0: weird one. I feel like it came out of nowhere.
1: I no, I it's been on my radar for a while. Oh, I hadn't heard anything about it. Okay, so uh, Ninja Theories, the company that released it. The, I mean, I think they worked on Devil May Cry, and this is technically the spiritual successor to Heavenly Sword or something like that. Yeah, Heavenly Sword. So Hellblade, for me, I think was the best gaming experience I've. Ex- done all year. It was definitely the coolest game I've played in a very 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 long time. So, digital download only for PS4, so it was only $30, which you would think would diminish the game, but absolutely not. It's like the game was full game like it took me well over 10 hours to beat and looked great. So, it just the I guess I should start talking about the game. Probably be good. Yeah, let's talk about the game. uh, So, So,
0: okay, hold on. Before you start talking about the game, I'd say I want to preface this with there is some stuff in the game that I think better left unsaid, just mechanically wise. Like... Yes. Yeah. So, like the, the yeah, I don't, I don't want to give away what gives the game its special quality.
1: Yeah, I, neither do I. But I mean, I'll just talk, kind of talk about the plot mainly. Uh, so you kind of just get the plot through like a narrative as you're going throughout the story. Um, there's these lore stones that you can like look at, and then you can like, then it's just like, uh, you hear a conversation going on about. Either he this guy's talking to you before you went on your journey or he's just telling a story, like a, of old Norse like traditions and then how it relates to what you're doing at that moment. So it was a very interesting way to like explain the story because literally the game just starts and you have like literally just starts with you going there and you have no idea what, why you're doing there. But I mean, as time goes on, I'm not really spoiling anything, but your lover person is was killed. His soul is now stuck in Helheim, which is the Viking hell. So you go to Helheim with his head, with his skull, because that's the remnant of where the soul is, to release his soul out of Helheim is, is, is the plot of the thing. So as you're in there, you, you know obviously they don't want you there, so you're fighting like undead Vikings, which the combat system, I didn't expect it to be as cool as it, as it turned out to be. It's a lot of fun. Well, yeah.
0: What, what kind of combat is it? Very I dark don't know soulsies. Okay. Like, so, so, lots of parrying. Lots of
1: parrying. Lots of dodging. Waiting for your moment to attack. And there is six or seven different enemy variety types to uh, learn how to fight. And they throw them all at you at the same time. So you have to like be really aware of like your surroundings. And this game literally told you nothing. So like I didn't know how to fight. I only figured it out cuz I paused and it actually has the thing on there but it's one of the reasons reason I found out so like you have a you have a light attack, heavy attack, a kick, uh, block, parry, button, okay. a dodge. I mean pretty it's pretty simple but it works really really well and the combat is fun. Uh, so that's super cool and I definitely think one of the coolest parts was the, just the puzzles in this game. Lot like, yeah. like the room like there's like these things with runes on the doors and they all have, like, special shapes, and you got to find that shape somewhere in the wilderness to unlock the rune. So, you have, like, so maybe it's, like, one, like, shape, and you got to, like, find, like, the tree that lines up just right to make that shape. And it was pretty cool because, like, I've never had to do, like, a puzzle like that. And so it is pretty fun. Good. Uh, this game, though, I don't want yeah, to, like, dive into, like, what makes it so special, but it gets pretty trippy at times. It gets pretty freaky at times. As you can imagine, I mean, you're in Viking Hell. Yeah. And the ending, I just have to say the ending was just indescribable, honestly. Like, you have to play this game to see how, like, just how creative and just amazing this game really is. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of really good things about this game. It's definitely on my radar. Like Like, I plan on picking it up. I mean, it's only thirty dollars, it, and it, it's fairly short, right?
1: I mean, it like it's me, under ten hours. It took me probably about there. Okay. I mean, it is a decent sized single player story. So I mean, I I wasn't like oh, kind of like like with you in Tacoma, it was only like two hours, right? I wasn't just like oh, I was like okay, that was actually a very very good game. And well, I thought that about Tacoma I mean, too. But yeah, I mean, let's but, not diminish that. But I mean, it was only like two hours for you. Right. So for this game was a little longer, and I actually do want to go back and play it again. Maybe bump up the difficulty. Um, actually, is a cool difficulty is an auto difficulty, so it scaled to how you were doing in battle. So like I could tell at parts like it was getting real, real tough for me. Interesting. And, and then I'm getting hit a couple times, and it like kind of scales down, and then it kind of scales back. You can like you can feel it change in the middle of like a really big battle. Which I think it's. it's it's kind that's, of nice. That's cause, interesting. Because there's a time when like you you're doing well, but then you can get like I've been got cut, like cornered a couple times by like four guys, and then just like gets real bad. And I mean, there's a a mechanic. I don't really want really to give it away, but like if you die too much, the game's over. Kind of thing. So yes, the, like I heard there was some permit death. So I didn't hit that point, but I don't know how long it would take. So like. You don't want to die in this game or fail at things because it will affect you in the end. So there's that's why I think they kind of scaled it like that because there's times when like I did get caught in a corner and like I couldn't get out and then I died and I was like oh that's really annoying versus and then so stuff like that. Game's super cool. It kind of just brings me on what I was a question i wanted to ask you with how I think this game's obviously been a very big success. Do you think more games are going to do just a digital Version only at a cheaper price versus releasing onto a physical copy because obviously that's why it was they could release this at thirty dollars because they weren't paying for manufacturing of discs and shipping and all that stuff.
0: I think it depends on the game and the the publisher of the physical copy. I don't think so. So the thing about the physical copy is you can say you can put it on your Christmas list. Mm Uh, And I think that's a big selling point for a lot of people like like you don't want to tell your mom, oh, like this game's on Steam, buy it for me on Steam. It's like, oh, well, I can put this on the list. My parents can go to Walmart or Best Buy and pick the game up and I can unwrap it and then play it. I think that the older like like uh, say our age, I think digital is probably going to be a lot more common. And see, because I've always, I've always like
1: stuck to my physical copies. I, but, I mean, but yeah, lately, but more and more, I'll, I'll be like, you know, I'll just buy it on, I'll buy it, right. buy it online. So, like, I actually have a good mix of games that are physical and digital. So, like, I can leave one disc in my console, yeah, play that, I mean and I've then I always can kind of switched yeah. over to another game real I've
0: quick. I've always kind of been like a physical disc person, but I think that I'm definitely starting to switch. And a lot of it, I think, has to do with clutter. I mean, yeah, I. I I guess I do kind of fear a little bit that we can lose everything eventually, but I think there's enough people out there that are smart enough that are being able to, like, restore these things and stuff like that that I'm not overly worried about it anymore. And... I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, I don't need a physical disc anymore, but I don't think they're going away for certain games. Uh, like, you get crazy things, and we're going to talk about this later. But like Fortnite, for example, mm-hmm. is in early access, and they are actually selling did, like physical copies, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and I think they actually did it with Paragon too. But probably, I like that's insanity. That's a little bit too far trying to market your game, especially when there's like nothing on the box that says, oh, this is early access. That's a little bad. But like, you're not going to see like Destiny 2 not released on digital. Well, and or, I. Or, uh, sh- sorry, digital on physical. And I actually. And well, Call of Duty's will always be physical. Well, and I mean, that's why Order
1: of Destiny was through a physical copy because I wanted the collector's edition. So. Oh, I got. like, I, I pre ordered it. Digitally. Yeah, I understand for someone like you, but like for me, like Destiny's a big pretty big deal, so I kinda wanna get that collector's edition. I kinda wanna get all the cool stuff. And that's for me. Like when I usually buy a physical copy, I'll get like the nice one with like this like the sleeve over it or like the steel book collection or something like that. Yeah.
0: I mean I think that physical is kinda dead in the indie scene. Uh you don't really yeah. see indie games released. Uh, physically anymore. And I guess that's kind of why this one was
1: released. But I mean, yeah. I feel like this one could have been released on a disc and been fine. Probably, but
0: I don't think it was necessary. I don't no. think they're going to gain anything by that. No.
1: And I think actually it's probably a smarter move just to do physical and have it at $30. So and I think people, more people are like, hey, you know, it's only $30. Let me just pick it up. And then they're like, yeah, I like oh, said,
0: they're but they're not they're not the big AAA game. That yeah, they're true. spending tons of money on marketing. So it, was
1: a, it was a 20-man team that made this yeah. game, so... They made it. They made a really good game. So yeah. I really highly recommend picking this one up. It's thirty bucks. I'm sure eventually it will probably drop some more. But honestly, out of all the games I played this year, which has been a decent number so far, it's been a pretty big year already. Especially at the beginning of this year, it's definitely I think my favorite game I played. Game of the year already. That's for good me. to hear. So I recommend it. Game's great. I haven't really been playing much else. I haven't had a ton of time. Yeah, I mean, I've been pretty busy. I've played Overwatch and Siege, the the usuals. So I know Overwatch has started their summer games, so I actually did dive into that pretty heavily the first week. It's actually almost over, I believe. It is, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so
0: I I guess I can talk about cheap games. Uh, I've been playing Sonic Mania, and, like, this is at the top of my list of, like... For anyone who knows Matt... So hold His on. So let's. This is at the top of my list of like, if somebody was going to ask me, like right now, like a college student, for example, asked me, like, what game should I get to play right now? I'd say Sonic Mania. And which is super surprising because Sonic has never been good. <laughs> but this game is actually legitimately good. I think there's enough variety in it to keep it interesting, which is. The, been the problem with Sonic games or at least early Sonic games and then the whole 3D thing that's been terrible for like 15 years now but uh, this game was so the story behind it was this is ba- it was made by fans like there were some fan developers that were making like the Sonic and then they were basically like why don't you just make it for us and they brought him aboard, and they made this game. So there is a
1: f- huge love of Sonic. That's good. I'm put into this game, and I mean, you jumped in a party with us, and. You're playing this game, you know, you're just like, I'm going Mach 3! Like, just freaking <laughs> out. I'm going fast. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Because, like, I know you do not like Sonic, and it's just funny to listen to you enjoy a Sonic games.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think it's one of those games, I think like, it's going to get old fairly quickly. For
1: uh, me. It was on, like, me, $10, right? Or something
0: like that? It was $20. Okay. Uh, on PlayStation. It comes out PC, like, I think this week sometime. But yeah, and I just, like, I think it's a great game. It's a lot of just fast, stupid fun. You know, they don't force you to do anything that you don't want to do. You know, you can play the entirety of Sonic. You can play the entirety of Sonic and Tails. And then there's Sonic Knuckles and Tails. And well, I've it, only been playing as Sonic it didn't right
1: she, now. Uh, it was Jesse, though, saying this. And like if you pick a different character, it changes the level design a little bit.
0: Yeah, well you get access to different parts of the level. Like the way these like levels branch out are really intense. And like you can go to different parts and see different things and it it totally changes just the game. And it's basically like the first there's two stages to each level. And the first stage is kind of classic Sonic. This is going to be Sonic, Sonic. And then when you get to the second one, that's where the devs were like, we're going to start adding what we think Sonic should have developed by this time. And I think that that's a really good mix of old and new. And I think it's done really super well.
1: Yeah, Sonic for me has always had a place in my heart because... And it, it when looks I, really good. Because when, pl- like, when I played Sonic on... what the genesis or whatever yeah. it was the first original i was in the hospital at the time and that's all I right. had that's all i had to do So, like i kind of developed this bond for the original sonic and i know it's, it's just been unfortunate that they've just been real bad lately so maybe i will pick this one up Have a little little nostalgia for me yeah bring back the day i almost died as a young and that's nice. Yep, I know. Thanks. Yeah, I mean,
0: otherwise, I've basically been spending my time with Dota and Overwatch. We don't need to
1: talk about more Dota.
0: No, we don't. <laughs> um, but let me tell you about Dota. <laughs> now, I mean, I've been playing Overwatch and just getting in more into that. I finally bought it on PC, and it's much better than what I'm used to. The controls are just so fluid. It looks so much better than it does on PlayStation. Don't I mean, it, no, the opening animation oh, alone. I'm sure, I'm sure. I watched and I was like,
1: wow. Like I, I'm sure how it does I look I better. I'm this. just not going to spend another $40 on a game. It's 30. Oh, whatever. Like it's a game I I like, but I don't like love. So, I'm not so It's the,
0: it's the best in a very long time. So, but anyways, oh, yeah, I've been playing Overwatch on PC. It's kind of funny starting over at level one, and working my way through. See, I finally
1: like just hit level one hundred and like got my star on PlayStation. Well, and
0: that's, I mean, that's and the main, that's the problem. It's like and I like, don't have any of my Emo. All, yeah, all it's my in, stuff's
1: like, on PlayStation. And I don't want to like jump to a new console and have. It's
0: nothing. totally worth it. It's such a much better game on PC. Well, I know it is. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, it's because you suck. Yep. All right, well, we're going to take another break and we're going to lean into our dose of the dry spell (laughs) gas. All right. Well, we're into hour two. We're going to hit some news. Uh, we're a little bit behind what I had planned, but that's a good thing. That's a good thing. We're filling content, even if it is with a half an hour straight of Dota. So let's get right into news. Um, so apparently there's a SNES Classic coming out. I haven't heard much about it Uh Apparently, there was an NES classic that Nintendo put out. So, <laughs> done even. So, they released a new trailer for the SNES classic, and it's kind of like an old retro thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, it's, it's a nice, like, old feely time. I didn't even
1: watch it, I didn't realize it's, it's, I, it's decent. This whole a- SNES stuff, I didn't realize it even happened. Oh, yes. So we're going to get into that. Like, I was just completely... Like, the last couple days, I've just been completely out of the loop. Yeah, so
0: So. there's they released this new kind of retro-esque trailer, and it it detailed a little bit more about it. It showed that there will be a rewind feature. So, like, the example they showed in the trailer is they're playing Punch-Out, and you get knocked out, and you can rewind and redo the move, uh, which, whatever. And then... There's also a save state feature, so you can save progress and then reload that at a later time, which is, like, the biggest problem with old consoles, right? I don't think that's why those games were so hard. Now, the SNES Classic launched pre-orders unannounced. Yeah, like, it just kind of happened. I didn't and realize it. They are impossible to find now.
1: Which they I'm not we're surprised. talking
0: overnight. So I looked at eBay last night, or I guess it was like three o'clock this morning. They were selling for right around three hundred dollars. Which how much were they? Just seventy, eighty. Okay. I think it's eighty. Yeah, I saw one listed for ten thousand dollars, and it was kind of like ten thousand dollars or best offer. So yeah. it's just like. Uh, whatever, like it's not actually going to sell for ten grand. No, but, of course not. Uh, this sucks for a lot of people. Like, and even it was funny, like listening to like GameSpot people talk about it, because they didn't have time to get these consoles and stuff like that. Like, these are people like high up in the industry that are <laughs> unable to get on and pre-order because of bots and crap like that. But I, it's another failure. In Nintendo, understanding how to roll out of products.
1: I, yeah. In I know they talked about having, like, m- far more units than they did yes. for, like, the, the NES Classic. But how much is far more compared to we what? We have no idea. To how little. Like, I mean, the NES Classic was, like, very little amount. Yeah. Like, relative to, like, how many people wanted yeah, it.
0: Yeah. I mean, at this point, I've, like, I, I, I was kind of on the fence. Maybe I'll get those consoles and stuff. There's no way. I like. I'm not going to be a part of this
1: unless, like, in the next three months, the market just gets saturated with these, and then they're like
0: thirty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, Then, Uh, but but that's crazy. I doubt
1: that. Yeah, I mean,
0: Nintendo has put themselves in such a hard spot between this, still having a hard time finding a Switch.
1: They're here. They're they're still hard to find. Uh, uh, I, because I was I was out Pokemon hunting with people. Uh, they were talking about how they like went to Best Buy and they had like a shelf of switches. Oh, interesting! So, I went
0: not too long ago and couldn't find one.
1: Huh? Maybe they. Just, like, I wasn't looking to buy, but maybe they just had like a, whole, a shipment just like just came in or something. Probably. But yeah, Boise still is getting their, them. It's probably the bigger areas that are still sold out. I
0: know that like the Nintendo store in New York has a line every morning. For it. Uh, and that's just absolutely insane. Mm-hmm.
1: Nintendo needs to handle these things better. It's well, and for as big as a company as Nintendo is, yeah, like, the, you, you think they should handle, like, the manufacturing of their consoles.
0: Yeah, and I know people are, like, upset because they subscribed to, like, alerts on, like, Best Buy and Amazon and stuff and didn't get them in time to pre-order and stuff like that.
1: And it's just all super crazy. Um assume we're going to have pre-orders for pre-orders and yeah then it's just going to be a whole mess and well
0: that's the VIP club.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So yeah,
0: that's insane it happens it's more Nintendo. Now, they need to figure it out.
1: I just don't I just their business stuff I just don't understand. I don't know. Somehow obviously it's still super successful but yes. They just come out with the weirdest plans for stuff. Yeah, I really don't get it. And, like, I, I keep
0: seeing pictures of, like, Europe, like, postings of that Europe is getting treated so much better than we are. <laughs> Nintendo of America, get your stuff together. Um, Valve announced a new game. <laughs> so I told, I stated that I would not talk about Dota, uh. but I didn't state... That I would not talk about a Dota card game. So Artifact is the newest Valve game. And it's a card game of Dota. You, you were there when they announced it, right? I was. So I wasn't in the arena. I was outside at the time. And it basically went down like this. Day nine was like, all right, it's my pleasure. I have a huge announcement Valve is releasing a new video game. And it's not a sequel. It's not another portal. It's not another Dota. And they just say everyone just like... <gasps> yeah. And so, like, articles started running online, uh, like, afterwards. Like, oh, like, people thought it was going to be Half-Life 3. And, like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's not going to be Half-Life 3. Nobody's going to make Half-Life 3. It's dead. Ignore it. It's never going to happen. But beyond that ever like i thought like oh well if it's something sequ- it's, it's obviously going to be a new ip, new IP right yeah. like but there's nobody at valve making video games anymore so they it, it, the he was like okay and here's your first look and it started the trailer and it's basically like a couple of squares and stuff and they they like make this like triangle or like pyramid or something and then, artifact comes on the screen, and below it, just a second later, the Dota card game. And you can go online and watch like videos on YouTube of in the arena
1: of everybody just going, ah. <laughs> yeah, you sent it to us, and I was laughing so hard because like everyone's like, ah, it's really That's good. Literally, what the like thousands of people did at the same exact time. It's like we don't need another card game. Uh, Sure, we do. But if they do it better, that's great. So the
0: the difference here, I guess, is going to be there's going to be three lanes like Dota. There's going to be the heroes and the items, and so like every every time you play, you're going to spawn creeps and stuff. And are you going to get it? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, it's going to be free. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. Dota's free. There's absolutely no way they're going to charge for this. They're going to sell cosmetics or something to make up for it, like they always do. But it's, I don't know, like, I think it's great. Like, I know when I played uh, Legends, which is the Elder Scrolls card game, I had a real hard time monitoring two lanes. <laughs> oh, I'd, see, I had a problem. That was fine with me. I uh, liked Legends, actually. Hearthstone, I, like, enjoyed it. It's just kind of funny, this, this like, battle between Blizzard and um, Valve. Valve, okay. And they just keep stealing ideas off each other. And I think that's kind of awesome. Because, you know, Dota's a Warcraft mod, yep. you know. And then Valve released Team Fortress. Now
1: we've got Overwatch. Now we've got Overwatch.
0: Yeah. Hearthstone artifact artifact you know it's just like it's just one of the greatest rivalries of all time but anyway so they announced the game it's coming out sometime next year i guess i don't know i was like i when i first saw it i was like oh it's gonna be a physical card game and i was really excited that's what you
1: you were telling us yeah
0: but i'm wrong i mean they said it was gonna be a video game i just got pumped
1: a physical card game would be cool
0: yeah, it would be real complicated like if you're spawning creeps and stuff. Oh yeah. But But yeah.
1: Side note, cuz we're talking about new games, I just wanna kind of throw this out here cuz it's not on our list. Age of Empires 4 got announced. Oh yeah. First one in 10 years. My, yes. arms, my arms are flailing right now. Yes, they are. So I actually left a
0: bunch of Gamescom stuff off of our list. Yeah, we will get to that probably um, that. next week. I'm yes, uh, just there was just so much stuff that we needed to catch up on. I was just so
1: super excited about that, and I just wanted to say no. It, so I like, mean, it's going to be great. We can move on. That's all I wanted. Um,
0: yeah, we're like I said, we're just kind of catching up because we've been off for a couple of weeks. But uh, Lawbreakers came out. And I haven't actually played it since it came out. Uh, I played it during the beta.
1: Do people actually play it?
0: I think so. I think there's a small following. It's not catching on nearly as quickly as they would have hoped. I just never really felt immediately into it. So I never played the
1: beta, so I don't really know. I mean, it's, but I'm not a huge fan of like the fast-paced, quick-action shooters like that. I think it's less that
0: like it's not a quake, at all, or an Unreal tournament, like it's not like those games.
1: But I don't know. It just it looked fun, but it looked like something I wouldn't like dive into and like. Yeah,
0: I mean, I would. I think they're charging for it now. Are they? Oh, probably. I I don't know. I like. I'm a little confused about Lawbreakers. What's actually happening? But Cliff Blazinski came out. He uh, he had an interview with Eurogamer, and like it's a real good interview. It's pretty long, but I th- one of the more interesting parts was is they kind of asked him like, like this isn't taking off the way you think thought it would. Like, what's going on? And he was like, honestly, I kind of blame myself. Uh. Over the 25 years I've been in the game industry, I've developed a really polarizing personality, and I think it hurts my games. And I thought that was really interesting that a game dev came out and kind of said that. But... Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I I think it's a good interview if you can track it down. Like I said, it's on Eurogamer, and... Yeah, I, I there was, he had a lot of good things to say in it, a lot of stuff like about the games industry that I think are interesting. Um, well, speaking of Blizzard, Battle.net's back. It is back. So uh, did it ever go away? No, uh, really, <laughs> no. It's always stayed as Battle.net on my PC. Like it, like it, they never updated to say Blizzard Launcher. I guess they probably can't do that. I probably had to do that, right? Who knows, yeah, prob- anyways, um Battlenet is back it's now called Blizzard Battlenet, and the the blog post basically said when we announced that we were transitioning away from Battlenet name for our online gaming service, we suspected that the shift would be challenging. We understood that Battlenet stood for something special. It represented years of shared history and enjoyment community and friendship for all of us and our players a little more more blah 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 moving forward to help offset some of the original concerns we listed back in september we will be connecting blizzard to battle.net in our logo for the service and in general when we refer to it in print blizzard battle.net
1: so it's the same thing as what it has. Oh, yeah, it hasn't changed. I, I love how they're like, we understood that there's like shared history, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's the same thing.
0: Now, I want to point out battle.net is an incredible, uh, like domain to have, first of all. And second of all, the only reason they're doing this is because they're like, oh, by the way, uh, there's going to be non Blizzard games on it. Yep, Destiny. And so it was like, well, you probably should have kept the battle name it's because I'm not going to launch a non-Blizzard game from the Blizzard launcher.
1: But your people will be.
0: <sighs> and it actually popped up on the, the UI the other day. But that's just one of those really funny, like looking on in hindsight, like, yeah, that was kind of stupid. Left
1: it at battle.net and been fine. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. I don't run like, I don't run a major industry. Right. So um, whatever. What do we know? We're just sitting here at a campus talking about video games. So watching the National Guard
0: outside. Well, we do need to take a break. We'll be back. Of crazy game launchers, uh, you can buy Destiny currency on Steam, which is weird because Destiny's
1: not going to be on Steam. You're staring at me like I'm an, I'm crazy. I literally saw a report saying that Destiny will not be on Steam. Yeah, because
0: it's, it's launching on Blizzard. Yeah,
1: hold on, I'm I'm connecting
0: dots that I did <laughs> not connect when I first read this story.
1: Your face was like, what, 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 what?
0: Um. It, it. So I just opened up the story. It's been updated. Um. Uh, let's see. The purchase links have been made invalid since we first wrote this. Okay. Um. <laughs> some of the Destiny Silver purchases made through Steam have been automatically refunded. So
1: it was an accident.
0: Activision has not has uh, no word on why it was listed. So yeah, basically what happened is Neogaf. Uh. Somebody posted on the forums and was like, "Hey, Silver, you you can purchase it on Steam." And so everyone's like, under the
1: un, under an unknown app. Ooh, uh, yeah. So everyone probably was started of freaking out, saying, "Oh, Destiny's coming to Steam! Destiny's coming to Steam!" See, I didn't think about it like that. That's why I thought, and then I saw the article. Like, it was been like two, three days ago when like uh, Blizzard's like, "No, it Destiny's only gonna be on BattleNet." That's it.
0: Yeah, I mean, so the thing is, is there like Steam's a super complicated thing. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in it. So I just like when I saw this originally, I thought it was like they're selling in-game currency, or they like accidentally selling in-game currency for a game that is not out, which sounds off to me.
1: But yeah, but then now you think you, you just realize. But it's not even going to be on How seat.
0: really stupid that is.
1: <laughs> the and, whole thing. But the real question is how really stupid is that people actually spent money on that and had to be refunded? I, yeah. I
0: think more along the lines of like, I'm going to give this a shot. Why not? Yeah. What the hell? What do we have to lose? But We're sorry, all millionaires.
1: Some, yeah, sure. It's, it's just funny.
0: Yeah. That's a really interesting thing. Uh, I, I don't know how, that,
1: like, how I missed that. <laughs> that's what I'm here for.
0: Yes, that's why there's two of us in here, and not one of us. Um, Dragon Ball Fighter Z Collector's Z Edition. Collectors. Uh, it, it got announced for $140, which is a lot, but it comes with the game, three artboards, a box, a steel book, and a seven-inch Goku statue.
1: I wouldn't say that's a bad deal for, like, an edition like that. No, you actually it's really get, not. You actually get stuff. Like, the bad The bad deal is the Shadow of War $250 bundle that you get, like, nothing with. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I could... If I was, like, a huge, like, Dragon Ball fan, which I kind of used to be, but obviously not anymore. I used to play, like, the fighter games, like, Budokai and Budokai 2 back on PS2. Like, those were great games, but I... I mean, I'm sure there's... There's obviously... I still have friends on Facebook who are like, oh, Dragon Ball Z is the best. So... I could see them buying that and enjoying it, but I don't think it's a bad deal. I mean, I don't know, like I mean, it's more than double the price of the game, which is, I would say, for me realistically, like a special edition should be hundred twenty dollars.
0: Yeah, I mean, whatever they can charge, whatever they want. That's true. Depending on what they're putting in it. I mean, three art boards, the steel books, the statues—pretty cool. So I'm, I bought one collector edition in my life okay never mind i bought the halo collector's editions except for like the legendary one that came with the master chief helmet like ignored that but i, I also I, bought I, some gears of war ones. i had a
1: kid i did buy that one he brought the helmet to, oh i know to school, a, a to school. A uh the only i think only real like collector's edition i've actually bought was the fallout 4 one with the pit boy
0: what a disappointment that
1: was. It really was. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, that's a little unfortunate. I mean, I'll still buy, like, the day one edition editions and stuff. Well, yeah,
0: but that's different. That's get, just pre-ordering. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I get a bunch of day one editions when I order from
1: Amazon, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, and they just show up, like, um, three months after the game came out. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I get, Yeah. I mean, I got, like, a couple, like, cool stuff that I never actually paid extra money for. Besides the Fallout audition, I was like ninety. I want to say it was. Yeah, I mean, it came. With, I still thought it was outrageous, and it came with a cool steel book and the Pit Boy and like um stuff like that. So, whatever. Moving on. Dragon Ball Z Fighters fight Dragon Ball. It's fighters. starting
0: to look really promising.
1: It looks fun. No, I actually might get it because I. Fighting games have kind of had a weird resurgence this year. We've had some pretty good ones.
0: Well, well, I think a lot of it had to do with like the crash and burn that was Street Fighter V. Yeah, that so there was, like, a people void. were like a little afraid of do like releasing, but fighting then there games. was
1: a void that needed to be filled, and yeah. Injustice came out, like, a sequel, and that was very, very good. I haven't played that in a while. Probably should get back into that. Uh, what else has come out this year?
0: Is it okay. Injustice that Hellboy's coming
1: to? Maybe. No, I just saw he's that. A, he's somewhere a Marvel. He's a Marvel morning. character, so he'll be a Marvel versus Capcom. Pretty sure. I
0: don't know. I don't know. I saw. I'm pretty sure. Hell I boy don't is know. Marvel. I think he's coming to Injustice. That
1: makes no sense. He'd well, be well. It's I bet
0: video games. None of it makes. I sense. I bet he'd be
1: in Marvel. The new Marvel versus Capcom. Hellboy, oh video game.
0: I have Google in front of me.
1: Let's. Oh,
0: apparently there was a Hellboy video game. I. Wrote in some, oh, oh, the science of evil. Okay, um,
1: well, while he's doing that. Yeah. Uh,
0: Hey, do you want to go see It? I do want to go see It. I have not. Oh, yeah, Hillboys coming to Injustice 2. Really? Yes. Interesting. So, back to It. Okay. Uh, creepy clowns. I'm afraid of clowns, so. Like legit, like. If you see a clown, I'm just walking around. You're just gonna, like, run the other way. No. It depends on the clown. But I have like a long history with
1: clowns that they freak me out. Do you guys remember late 2016? Yes. When clowns the clown started thing? showing up around, like around the country. It wasn't like a small area. That was a weird time. 2016 was a weird year. Yeah, it was.
0: We made a lot of mistakes in 2016. I'm not going to point out what they were. <laughs> You you know everyone knows everyone knows we lived it we're
1: still living it
0: <laughs> so so it. it is coming out um, I don't know I might go see this I can't decide I think yet we're
1: all gonna go so you probably should
0: join us I don't know man you can I can float too you can float too so sorry they that. released a a sixteen bit game alongside it. Uh, It's a browser game.
1: Well, that's not the only it game that came out.
0: You're right. There was a VR thing called You Can Float Too. (laughs) (laughs) That actually, so that's like the opening page of this this uh, a browser game. Uh, It says You Can Float Too, and it's uh, which I honestly barely get that reference.
1: Well, it's it's from like
0: it's been so long since I've seen that movie. But I mean, it's in the new trailer, so yes, I know. And so but it was like one of those things like you you pilot a little boat and you float down a sewer the SS Georgie yeah and you you collect balloons mm. and you try to avoid trash and Pennywise <laughs> it's <Nice>. real stupid <laughs> nice but it's it's free just Google it it's it's online I played it for like ten minutes this morning but yeah so there's an it game <laughs> all right so. Um. cool let's just plow through some more news uh let's do it should, should we talk about overwatch
1: might as well yeah we're I here mean, whatever there's, there's some news coming for overwatch so I there is
0: uh they released another dev video digital digital the short video or whatever right well, so, oh, okay, oh, no, well, yeah, dev- let's okay, yeah. get to that. I'm getting later. ahead of myself. Yeah. So they're updating the competitive scene.
1: so Which they need to. I don't right, know if you've, uh, I don't know if you've season- heard about this, but, like, apparently so many PC streamers are just quitting Overwatch because of how bad the competitive scene is. Like, how, obviously how bad the community can be, but how boring it's become. So Season 5 it
0: ends this weekend, I believe, or it's next weekend. It's real soon. So when Season 6 comes out... They are shortening the season from three months to two months. That's probably a good thing. And the idea was, is they like, you know, we see a lot of people that play at the beginning of the seasons who are like really hardcore into it, are playing better, really working at it. But by the end of the season, it's just kind of dropped off.
1: Well, and then you get people that are throwing the game for you, like yeah, that's playing real as upset. May and throwing ice walls just at random spots. And right. And that's
0: another thing about PC is you can report those people. Uh, which they have not implemented into the console versions you yet. Can, you can still report people. No, you can't. You can report them through PlayStation. It doesn't do anything. It blocks them. Okay. From you. That That's mean, it. Well,
1: that means you can't play with them ever again. So it's, it's, it's yes. an okay thing.
0: So uh, previously there was a jacu- uh, decay requirement. After, like, I think it's diamond status, you have to play like seven matches a week or your, your number starts going down. So they reduced that to five. And now control matches are best of three instead of best of five. And they were like, you know, we were looking at data for this. And in all of the matches, they were kind of similar times. And then we looked at control and they were taking forever Mm -hmm. because everybody sits there and 99% uh, both teams trying to contest it. We've been there. Uh, many times, Sem-
1: several times. Like we've been at ninety nine percent on both sides for like. I remember we we're contesting for like ten minutes straight once. Yeah, and I was just like, what is happening?
0: Yeah, so that's that should change up the competitive scene a little bit. They, I don't know, like it's just one of those things. Oh. They have to find a way to make this game last another year or two, or longer, especially well, with the, with their pressing play. Like, well, in the Overwatch League. Right, like, like that's what I mean. Like in the es- term of esports, they really need to figure out how to make this a long-lasting thing. So, wh- whatever they can do to kind of jumble up the game, I think is probably a welcomed thing. Speaking of jumbling up the game, they're nerfing Diva, and they are making the the defense matrix half as useful. Thank goodness, because that yes. was
1: always annoying.
0: Yeah, and so it's funny to watch like every professional game I've watched has divas. Yeah,
1: both teams have diva because of that. She because she can be used for obviously attack and defense. And right, she can soak up ults. She can take up a lot of damage with that that thing.
0: Yeah, so she can only take us half damage what she used to and i mean the fact that
1: she can like for like farah for instance or which, i guess to
0: like, so what they're testing
1: right? who has a very strong ultimate ability where diva can literally suck up the entire thing it's right like, no 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 right or like all of soldiers like tactical visor like see i'm
0: okay with some of that like i totally am
1: and i think though because
0: that requires you being in the right place at the right time yeah, but i
1: think for especially for diva like i think the the cone that of whatever how wide that thing is it's too much because, like, I'll be shooting, like, I'm not even shooting at D.Va. Like, she'll be off, like, say, off to my left, but she has it activated, and I can't yeah. shoot to the person in front of me because the thing's just in my view. I'm like, no, that's the, that's, I'm not shooting at you, Diva. so <laughs> you shouldn't be able to be blocking my stuff.
0: Yeah. I guess that makes sense. But they are testing a new ability for her. It's a rocket launcher that shoots out uh, clusters of rockets that explode on the ground and, have an AOE attack, and she can do that while flying oh, and kind of while, I think, even shooting. So the do idea like bombing is... Bombing runs. <laughs> right. The idea is she's going to be a little bit more of an attack than a defense, which she was always kind of a meant for an attack anyway. Yeah, she's,
1: she's an attack tank, not really a huge uh, defense. Right, either. and
0: yeah, so... Yeah, Diva's getting nerfed and maybe buffed. We'll see. I mean, like I said, well, it's and, all the, and getting there's other right now.
1: in the the test server. There's like what Roadhog got another buff. So he can now heal on the move.
0: Yeah, um, and Junkrats got one too. I Junkrats forget. rip tires faster.
1: And there was one other character I forget. Um, Want to say it was Anna, but I can't.
0: I don't think so. I c- I can't remember what it was, but yeah. But speaking of Roadhog and Junk, well. Before we get to that, we do need to take another break. Uh, We'll be back in just a couple of minutes, and we will finish up with all of our video game news. With the dry spell cast We've got just a half an hour left So uh, We're just going to continue working our way Through news and stuff We were talking about Overwatch updates And stuff like that And Austin brought up There's Junk- a new map There's a new map, Junkertown
1: yes. And it got announced with I guess another a new digital short Yes, yeah, so a little short And by short it was pretty short It was like a minute well, and a half like, it was like three, but most, like, most of the shorts they've done have been like 10 minutes. Yeah. And this one was just, I think, more for fun because like, it wasn't really an origin story. for It was, obvi- it was with involved Junkrat, obviously for Junk- Junkertown, and Roadhog, Yeah, which if you're familiar with Overwatch at all, they're like the buddies of the game. It makes sense. They're 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 the buds. So obviously it's with them trying to pull off this heist on Junker Town because they got kicked out or I don't know exactly. Yeah, it was, was pretty funny. good. It was funny. It was comical. I mean, Junkrat's, I love, Junkrats the one, the <laughs> one talking Junkrat. like crazy, and Roadhog's just like, Ugh. <laughs> he says one thing at the very end. And that's that's it, and it's pretty funny. I love Junkrat. So new map coming there, which actually. is. Sooner than I expected, a new map because I feel like the lunar colony one like just came out. Well,
0: personally. and that's the thing. Like I think, like we were talking about how Overwatch they is need, going. They to need more maps, and they They have to do this. They all of the time. They have to be introducing new characters every couple of months, new maps probably monthly. You know, like if you want to
1: remain relevant, then that's the way to do it. I'm so sorry. This guy just walked up with the trash can and. There's like wasps flying all around him. He's not, no, okay. He just threw ice cream in the recycle bin. So oh, what an idiot! <laughs> I think <laughs> he's in one of my classes. College, sorry, totally random. Uh, speaking of new Overwatch stuff, I literally just during our break just got a message from one of our friends of the new speaking d- shorts with for May. Yeah. So breaking news, hot, hot off the press. The main short is here. The origin story for May, probably one of the most popular characters in Overwatch, yeah, is here.
0: She doesn't she doesn't get played a lot in the competitive scene, but no. But yes, she has a personality. I like May, and I love the snowball map. That
1: like, that that, that has to best. come back this winter. Absolutely, that, that was, was so was much the best. fun. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of competitive games that we play fairly regularly. Yeah, more, go for it. The more I play. So Siege is out of Operation Health. And it still is terrible. And it's still, like, obviously they, a few things got fixed. Like, uh, the matchmaking is actually really good now. So I have had no issues with matchmaking. And the hitboxes, they've changed those on oh, characters. Good. So obviously, like, the GSG9 were the worst because they like they have the huge helmets with the huge ear muffs and all that counted is their head so their head their (laughs) headshot box was huge so they they brought it back down to where it needs to be so uh the game's a little different getting used to it still because like ash is now like impossible to hit because she can just move so fast and she actually has now the smallest hitbox in the game
0: oh which is not Good, no,
1: and it. Uh, I've noticed where she like just will sprint into a room, and like I'm shooting at her and I don't hit her, and then she just kills me real quick. So I got used to that, and I've kind of just bumped up my sensitivity recently. But with
0: that's that PC master race, yeah, I, I told you
1: it's it's bubbling to the surface slowly. Uh, no, but now Operation Health is over, it was only supposed to take three months, it took like five. Whatever. I'm sure they fix other things. Uh, But now we can finally get started with season three of the game. And they're launching that, I believe, I want to say, the 29th of this month. Yeah, it's real soon. Real soon. So, for I think, obviously, for the VIP members, the season pass holders, you get it, obviously, a week early. So, we're in a new map. It's a theme park style map. I I haven't seen too much on it. I've seen no gameplay or, uh, like, a walkthrough of the map yet. Uh, But what's interesting is usually every update comes with two new operators. This one's coming with three. So we got uh, a new attacker and two new defenders. So two of them will be one CTU, and then there actually will be another CTU uh, that will have just the defender. And then the next update will be the attacker for that, and then two more. uh,
0: So, yeah, I tried to follow what they did and stuff. Like, uh, like the defense has like mines that she well, lays, she, like they're yeah. like needles or something. I, right? I mean,
1: they haven't really shown off the abilities yet. It's just kind of heard. It's just kind of rumors. Like it'll be like a like a trip mine, like a thing, like kind of like a cap can trap, but like it harder to detect. I'm not sure. One of the new attackers has like a mine ball that she can roll under like the barricades. And I think it's supposed to be like a like a flashbang kind of thing. So like a. A more of defensive fuse i'm not exactly entirely sure how it's gonna work so looking forward to that it's what i want to say chinese yes are two uh the two new ones and then grom which i don't know i've heard that of that but i don't even i want to say that's netherlands or something so yeah we got three new operators there cool looking forward to that siege is always a fun time for me so except last night when i fell through the map <laughs> yes i saw that video uh, <laughs> operation health everybody I, I just have to talk about it it's like it was on chile so if anyone knows it's like this this winter ski resort one and i'm shooting at someone in the garage i i didn't put it in a video you saw but i literally just shot pop someone in the head perfect and i'm backing up to try to get a better view and all of a sudden just i just fell and i'm just like staring at the map above me as i'm just falling into nothing it was good. Good time. Operation Health. Yes. And I at one point it was my internet's fault, but I had a, a connection of five thousand two hundred and eighty, so that was a lot of fun. <laughs> and then my game uh quit me. So that's, that's, that's that was really my good. <laughs> that was my cue to go to bed last night. Right. Um Yeah. That's seeds. That is Siege. Siege is still there. Siege is still fun. I think they're actually having a uh, PlayStation Plus free-to-play weekend this weekend. They are. So if anyone has not played this game yet, this might be the time to try it out. It's a different style of multiplayer. Obviously, it's not the quick Call of Duty style. If you you do that, you will die real fast, unless you get real lucky. So, Mm. and it's only like 30 bucks now in the store anyway, so, yeah, cool. Yeah. Sorry, I'm typing right now. Well, I'll I'll move on to the next well, thing. Let's do that. So, No Man's Sky.
0: <laughs> anyone, is anyone speaking ever, of
1: game h- updates? Speaking of game updates, has anyone ever heard of No Man's Sky? The biggest no- letdown of 2016. So it's getting <laughs> it's got a huge update. Atlas rises, which uh, add, added things that they originally said was supposed to be in the game at launch. Yes. So I mean, we're just a year behind where the game needed need to be. Need I don't know what I just said. Where it should have been. Yes, yes. What it should have been. So they, as they said, it added a multiplayer, but like not really. You can just. I mean, yeah. You can just see like orbs of and where you you're like
0: party together and oh, stuff. Yeah,
1: but like your friends will just show up as like an orb on your screen. Yeah. So it's just floating orbs. It's okay, but I mean, they added a bunch of new content with 30 hours of story content in. They like said that.
0: double the lore and interactions which, of the base game.
1: Which there wasn't much to start with, unfortunately. So they added, added stuff like that. Um, you now have a multi-tool
0: where you sculpt landscapes and stuff, which looks pretty cool.
1: And I, I was interested with this update. I, 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 I mean, this game's kind of always interested me. And then a bit after like, the disaster it had when it launched, I was like, oh, I'll wait. And now that I actually have a PC to play it on, I... We'll maybe get it in the future. And I was, like, reading reviews on it. Obviously, like, Steam's, like, overall still, like, mostly negative. But, like, recently it's, like, mostly positive because yeah. this new update, actually, everyone's, like,
0: well, this is this is all right. This yeah. one
1: this one comment I saw was, like, game released. I bought it. It's, like, update 1.1. I waited. Update blah, blah, blah. I waited. Update blah, blah, blah. I still waited. And then this one's, like, this is the one I've been waiting for. I mean, it's, like, really funny. I was, like, like yeah. a lot of the people have been really patient with this game. And now it's added what, I mean, it's not everything they said was supposed to be there at launch, but it's getting closer.
0: Yeah. I I guess I kind of have a question. Like, what do you think? If it were early access last year and it released right now, uh, like, how would the game be viewed? Like, versus, like, think about, like, PUBG or Fortnite. Uh, You know, these these are early access games that need work. And in a year, they might be
1: great. Mm-hmm. But, like, what, why, what about No Man's Sky? Like, no Ma- if No Man's Sky released as an early access game originally, like a year ago, people wouldn't have been so mad. Yeah. They'd been like, oh, this is a cool concept. I can't wait to see what the full game would be. Instead of, here's the whole game, and then everyone gets it, and they're like, well, this is not what you guys told us it was supposed to be. Yeah.
0: It's really sad. I think No Man's Sky, if you're taking a marketing class, you should analyze how bad the marketing was on this yeah and then like after the
1: game released The pr nightmare like the whatever what's his name for hello games sean yeah. just disappeared Beam. just disappeared remember when that happened like yes the game i came know out, for a while and just, he gone just ghosted and everyone's like what what happened <laughs> and but apparently he's back and i don't know doing stuff yeah but speaking of PUBG, yeah
0: there, there are some like so PUBG uh, coming out of Gamescom. They're kind of talking about a couple of things. First of all, they showed off a new map, and they showed the outline of what it's going to look like. It's, it's going to be smaller. Is it smaller? Yes, a lot smaller. Because
1: is it the one I shared? No, what was this that? is
0: a city. I have no idea what that was to be honest.
1: Oh, okay. But maybe it's just one they're like
0: in the future. Yeah. So this is a super small map um so it's gonna force it's a fight. city from what it looks like like there's outskirts and stuff but they're like, the a, main real, thing's like a big be a, city yeah and so the idea is that there's a bunch of skyscrapers and stuff well, that's gonna be cool and so you're gonna have to fight vertically now Ooh, and which is gonna be kind of cool and so like people are like speculating like oh well what if the circle ends on, like, one building and there's, like, ten teams in the building? Like, how frightening that's going to be.
1: That would be fun, actually. And you have to, like, go floor by floor. Yeah. I could I could see that.
0: And hear people running around above you and stuff. And, and you're like,
1: where, where are they?
0: It's, where like, they? because you there's a couple of buildings in there, like, when you go to the school and stuff, mm-hmm. you kind of experience
1: that now. The three, but the, like... I think there's only three floors is as big as they, yeah. that game gets right now. So when you hear someone above you, you're like, are they right above me? Are they like right. really above me? Like, it's it's pretty fun. So I look forward to that. Is that the new map, like the desert I map? I think coming? so. Yeah. Okay. I
0: believe so. I think it's going to be the newest one at least. And so yeah, like that's exciting. And then you know it's getting a console release. Uh, and there's kind of been questions about if it is going to be an Xbox exclusive. They, when they first announced the E3, they said, uh, a limited or timed or something, yeah. Did they? And yeah, and so that kind of leads people to believe, oh, well, it'll come out for something else, but now it's being published by Microsoft. That was something they announced this week, so I don't see it coming out to well, not necessarily. So, Sammy, uh, at poopy queen is their uh community manager she posted on twitter like i think it was a guy from ign Is uh, so this uh only coming out for xbox and she continually dodged that question and then basically the last one was like we have nothing further to announce at this time we'll be working hard to bring PUBG to xbox sooner So they never answered the question. So I was
1: saying it could come to Xbox Senior, but then eventually come to other consoles.
0: Right. And so then, like, GameSpot tried to follow up, and they said basically the same thing. At this time, the Bluehole dev team is focused on bringing PUBG to Xbox One and its continued development on PC. As for future plans on other platforms, there's nothing to announce at this time. So read into that what you will. But, yeah. So there's that... um, couple little more news things. Speaking of other Xbox games. <laughs> Crackdown 3 got delayed again uh, to spring 2018. You know, when they originally announced this game, it was coming out in 2016. They delayed that. It was coming out November 7th this year, um, and they've delayed it again. And they said, we want to make sure to deliver the right game with the right quality and at the right time. Crackdown 3 is a hugely ambitious game, and we want to ensure we deliver the right experiences all the way through every part of the game. I mean, it's, it's fine. I think that's probably a good move. If they think they need more time, do it, especially with some of the disaster AAA games that have come out recently. This,
1: and this is my guess why it's been delayed again, is that idea of using the Microsoft Cloud to work half their game. Because yeah. obviously, because obviously, if you've seen Crackdown three, like everything's can be destroyed and whatnot, but your play, your Xbox uh, doesn't have that processing power, so it's relying on the cloud to use that processing power to have all the animations and destruction available, and I I mean I said this months ago when we first editing three time, I guess we'll, yeah it's a couple months ago, uh, that that's going to be their biggest issue is getting this pulled off because, in with people's internet qualities and stuff like that how's that really going to affect the game and i bet that's kind of why they've delayed the game is trying to get this system to work that's my guess i'm just saying what do i know i don't know all right well we do
0: need to take one more break and then we'll be back for the last little bit of our show All right, we've just got a few minutes left. And so we're just going to kind of clear up a couple of things and then go to lunch. Uh, Mass Effect may or may not be dead. So Andromeda's dead. For sure. For sure. So BioWare has ceased all support on Mass Effect Andromeda's single
1: player content. So no updates, no new content. Well, we already knew no new content was coming, right, but no but updates. They, they did talk about still supporting the game. Last we heard, so now it is just it's, done. Yeah, it's done.
0: Uh, they're still going to do some multiplayer stuff, but very
1: little. And uh, this is really sad. It is. I mean, I we all we've talked about Andromeda a ton on this show and how how much of a letdown and like disappointment in like what has like caused uh, Bioware like to happen, like the whole studio shut down because of this game. People lost their jobs because of this game, like this was a big, big mistake for them. And I mean, they had to rehire people, like save the company practically, like the guy that the original uh, creative whatever for the original trilogy had to come back.
0: Now I would be really interested to like look back and see kind of where this all started because this is a game that had so much promise. And then I think it probably started when they handed it off to their not main studio.
1: Yeah, well, they handed it off basically to their B team, to BioWare Montreal, yeah. And, and which is weird cuz I the obviously well, obviously BioWare the main studio was working on Anthem. Right. So they were kind of thinking Anthem's going to be the bigger game cuz it's a new IP, so Yeah, but it was just not a smart no thing like what would have been smart is just put push Anthem another year because I now it's coming out at the same time as Destiny which is now they're comp- comparing them to be similar games so it's got more competition there and I think it would have been smarter to have bio like Bioware keep Mass Effect make a great Andromeda game ride that for two years and then release Anthem for sure no
0: I totally agree with that so uh, I don't know it's so
1: weird I mean obviously the CEO of Bioware lost his job or left for op, for reasons and this could be like well i don't think it was the ceo it was i a, think it was the studio head oh is that what it was yeah maybe that's what it is the studio head yeah it doesn't work there now it's this, the new studio heads the guy the creative design for the original yeah, trilogy the, yes so the director for those yeah so he's now in charge and fixing things hopefully we'll see so i think it was just a blunder on that studio it head. really
0: was and it's just so sad to see and I something actually, that and had I, so much promise. And I talked
1: to a couple of people who played the game and did like it. Like, obviously, I know you had your things, but, like, they've gone back and done the best they can with the animations. I heard it's not as bad, but obviously the writing is still just bad, and you can't fix that. But from a lot of the people I've talked to, it was like, the gameplay is actually pretty good. No, it's not. Okay, well, I don't know. So <laughs> that's why they said the gameplay was good and stuff like that. Obviously, the progression system was a little wonky and just daunting honestly you showed me the skill trees and stuff like that for like each weapon and like, i don't know what it was oh uh, well the menu design the menu, thats the problem with know. that yeah there's a lot of <laughs> issues with this game so it's very unfortunate because bioware a big studio that makes great games so yeah so it's dead andromeda's dead
0: andromeda's dead
1: i mean i would not we'll see new mass effect in the future
0: yeah i mean i hope that they can revive mass effect but it might it might be better off being what it is to be honest. Um, yeah. So that's basically all we have for news. Uh, like I said, I kind of wanted to see about doing an esports segment. Uh, and I guess there's like, I need to get more in tune with the different things. Like I could tell you about Dota. Like, and I got traded did. because, you know, like Dota is in its off season right now. So right now is when it's like, oh, well we're going to release this player or we're going to fire this player and we're going to bring on new team members and stuff like that, which is super common in esports because there's no guiding um, don't organization. Start, don't
1: sign a contract. And, right.
0: It's yeah. not a big organization like the NFL Like or, NFL, or, right. Yeah. And so, uh, like right now, CSGO, um, I watched a little bit of this. Uh, the ESL Pro League uh, Europe edition is going on right now. And so I watched a bunch of CS:GO matches yesterday, and I'm super confused about how you win. Like I legitimately cannot figure out how you win. So maybe somebody can fill me in on that. I don't know. Uh, and it was it was fun to watch. Like, it, this is a uh, this is not LAN. I think the finals are LAN, but it's like online and stuff. And it's cool, I guess. Uh. Again, I may mean, I I like esports just because I like watching people that are really super good at their stuff. You know? And so, yeah, that's kind of what's going on in the world to see go. Um hopefully next week when we we can revisit this and I'll have a little bit better idea, kinda look more into analysis and stuff, uh, which will be fun. Overwatch, the Contenders League began. And it's like their pro league amateur league.
1: So, like the, the pro am. The top amateurs. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, it looked pretty cool. Um, because right now their World Series is still going on. Yeah. Uh, I think we're in a lull right now. I think there's like a month before the next part of it starts, the next round. But the Contenders League looked pretty cool. Um, again, I need to watch some more of the matches. I mean, I obviously get Overwatch more.
1: Yeah, than I do mean, it's, CSGO. it's more straightforward. So,
0: well, I mean, CS:GO is straightforward. I just don't know how they win. I, I I think it has something to do with money, because you know, like you get money for kills and like don't don't even ask me about CS:GO. I, think I don't know. I've only played it a handful of times, so yeah. So I'm real confused about that uh, because it's not like like. Your competitive matches, because your competitive matches, you get, like, scored, like, points and stuff. I can't figure this out. Um, yeah. So at this point in the show is when we uh, answer emails, questions, stuff like that. Uh, and so we need you guys to send them to us. Uh, our email address is dryspellradio at gmail.com. Again, that's dryspellradio.com at gmail. God, hold on. Dryspellradio at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Dryspellradio. Because we use Twitter totally. Totally. I use Twitter. I just used to use that account better. Uh, And then you can follow us on SoundCloud at Dryspellradio. We're trying to keep it simple, guys. We're there, so it's all one name. We do have a website up. If you want to go to it, it's www.dryspellradio.com. Again, try to keep it all simple. Um, I, If you're interested a little bit more in depth on, like, my TI adventure, you
1: can go there. Yeah, we'll be using that more to, like, write, like, game reviews and stuff yeah. like that. And, like, just interesting things that we find. A little interesting like- blog posts and stuff like that.
0: Um, the idea is I'm, I would like to start writing more articles and stuff like that. Because I like to write. Maybe I'll write one for Hellblade or something. Oh, geez. I don't know. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I need
1: to play the game again before I do that. Again? Again.
0: again. again. Um, yeah. So follow us. Get in contact with us. Talk to us. Uh, yeah. Our, our idea is we're going to start bringing on guests, more and more guests as we go along, and hopefully start doing that. But we're just about out of time. Games uh, Games out. Within like the last couple of weeks when we haven't been monitoring. Um, Undertale came out for consoles. Mm-hmm. I did see that. And so Undertale is a great game if you don't want to be a fan in the fandom. That was the problem with Undertale, really. And so get, get on there. Uh, buy Undertale. Support that. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Starcraft Remastered came out. And I need to pick that up. It's like $15 for the remastered version. It's just StarCraft.
1: I believe the original is probably still free then, too. Yes,
0: it's still free. Um, Nidhogg 2 came out. I'm really excited about that. Nidhogg was incredible. So I'm really excited to play some Nidhogg 2. I know they changed the game up a little bit, added more weapons, uh, the designs a little more 3D and kind of interactive. Um, Uncharted Lost Legacy came
1: out just yesterday. this week. I think it was Tuesday. That was yesterday. That was yesterday. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. And from what I've heard, that's... yeah, It's been getting pretty good Unchart- reviews. An Uncharted game can survive without Nathan Drake. It's pretty much like what the but main... But it's, it's still
0: Uncharted, so if you don't like Uncharted... <laughs> which I don't know
1: who doesn't like Uncharted. I still um, need to beat number four. I never beat any of that list of games I was talking about doing all summer. Right. I had no time. Yeah, Thimbleweed Park came out, or, yeah,
0: I think came out, or is coming out for <laughs> PS4. And I played that on PC earlier this year. That's like the, you're like the detective. It's the point and click adventure where, you, like, yeah.
1: You're like trying to solve yes, this. Yeah.
0: you're trying to solve a crime, or a disappearance, or a murder, or something like that. Mm. It was all right. Uh, I'm sure it's the same on PC, or PS4 and PC. I'm sure it's the same game. Uh, If you like old point-and-click adventures, then maybe you'll enjoy this game. I wasn't the biggest supporter of it, but I thought it was funny at times. But I think probably the more important thing, Madden NFL comes out this week. And that is, as you say, the start. That is the start of the gaming season. Because the following week's Destiny 2. And then it's just... Well, it's uh, starting with Madden. It's... it's never ending um f1 2017 comes out at the same day uh and then next week like said destiny 2 everybody's golf comes out um mario plus rabbits comes out and wind jammers comes out wind jammers and absolver comes out and it just it doesn't end from it there doesn't
1: stop so it's gonna be a busy year uh after september i'll be better Because I'll have weekends again. Right. I'm I'm out three weekends in a row in September. Weddings and LSAT and all that good stuff. So,
0: fun time. Weddings and packs. That's right. I have just like a week before I head to packs, which is exciting. But, anyways, I think that does it for us today. Uh, Thanks for listening, uh, everyone. And, like I said, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, dryspellradio at gmail.com, dryspellradio on Twitter. And Dry Spell Radio on SoundCloud, dryspellradio.com. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Uh, if tell if your dog. I you're inter- yeah, I mean, if you like video games and stuff, and are interested to come on, you know, email me. Let's let's talk. Let's see what what we what we want to do. But anyways, I think that's it for us today. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we will be back next week.